Hi, I'm Jill Sylvester, licensed mental health counselor and author of the self-help book, Trust Your Intuition, 100 Ways to Transform Anxiety and Depression for Stronger Mental Health, and the young adult fiction novels, The Land of Blue and the Devon Dream Agent series. Each of my books deals with the themes of mental health and intuition, because for me, it all comes down to listening to and trusting your own inner voice in order to live your very best life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about keeping the faith, whether it's a project you're working on, a dream you have, keeping your family together, your relationships intact, your health, the world we live in at the moment. If things aren't going the way you want them to, and you are downhearted and discouraged and a bit distressed, I want to give you some tools today on keeping the faith. And really, what it comes down to is like in the words of Julie Cameron from The Artist's Way, showing up to the page, or classic Jocko Willing style, get after it. Every single day when you get up, it is really important to remember your why. One of the tools in Trust Your Intuition is knowing your why. What do you want to accomplish? What do you feel you're here to do? What is your reason for getting up every single day and grinding at what you need to grind at, at showing up to the page, and what is the thing you're getting after? What is that thing, whether it's getting up to take care of your dog, getting up to teach a classroom, getting up to put yourself in the best shape you can be to keep your immune system high, getting up and saying prayers for yourself and your family and your neighbors and the world, whatever that thing is that makes you get up, keeps you motivated. You have to know and remember what it is to remind yourself to do it every single day. So it's not like a 2022 goal. It's a daily thing that you do to keep your practice intact. When you know your why, and maybe it's a word that you have for this year. And at the beginning of January, I talked about how I've been asking my clients, what is the one feeling that they want to achieve at the end of the year? And thinking about that feeling and encompassing it in one word and asking yourself on a daily basis, whether you are closer to or further away from achieving that one word feeling today, not worried about the end, just right now, whether you're feeling that today, that's the North Star. That's the thing I want you to focus on when you get up or whether you're listening to this in the middle of the day, just thinking about, are you on point? Are you further away? What is the why? What is that thing? Is it your son or daughter? Is it your spouse? Is it your health? What is the thing that you are focused on so that you can continue to get up and move forward and show up to whatever it is that that you're doing so that you continue to have that motivation and that reason for being? So reminding yourself what that is for you is what's most important. Because when you know what it is that gets you going, when you know the thing that you want to achieve in the day because it's going to make you feel good, you're less concerned about what's happening on social media, you're less concerned about all the negativity in the world and the gossip and the goings on, and simply focused on what it is that's going to make you feel good, what it is that's going to make you feel more purposeful more of service. Usually it comes down to something that we're doing to be of service, whether it's prayer, whether it's helping our kids, whether it's 
helping our spouse uh, get through a difficult time, our friends, whatever that is, we all need to feel needed. And we usually want to feel needed for the most part. And so it usually involves service of some kind. So if you don't know what that motivation is for yourself, that's usually a clue when you're, when you're remembering your why and what it is that's important to you, it typically involves service. So yeah, we want to, you know, work out because we want to look good and we want to feel good. But usually we're doing that because if you really think about it and pare back the layers, you're doing so, you're getting up, you're doing your thing because you want to role model for your children. You want to role model for your friends and your family, what it means to live a good, healthy life or to, you know, inspire them to do the same thing so they can move out of their land of blue and help themselves out of their depression and anxiety and addictions. So usually there's a reason. Yes, it's for us. You know, we want to feel good again. We want to look the best we can, but usually there's something there that sparks us and it usually involves service. And when it does, we feel purposeful, we feel motivated, we feel inspired to keep going, and we keep the faith, even when things just don't feel like they're going the way we want them to go, or we don't see those measurable results, or we feel like things are never going to change. Keeping the faith is about showing up every single day and doing whatever our practice calls for each of us to do, because no, no practice is the same really, nor should it be. And whatever feels right for you, meditation, prayer, exercise, walking in nature, you know, eating healthier, changing up things, whatever speaks to you, getting up and being motivated to do that, you got to know your why. So that's the first thing is remembering what it is you feel like you're here to do. And just even in the day, not even a life's purpose, but just what is your why for today? What's the thing that's going to keep you going? What's your eye on the prize? What's the feeling that you want to achieve when you think about what it is for you and what makes sense to you? It helps you to keep going and to, and to keep motivated and to continue to move forward. So keeping the faith also in our families, let's talk about that one for a minute, um, in our relationships. So families, relationship, if you don't have a family, your relationships, you know, what is, how, how do you keep your faith when things aren't going great. You're watching somebody in your family struggle. You're watching a friend struggle. You're watching your partner struggle. How do you keep the faith with that? And I find as an additional step of knowing your why and knowing your purpose and and what makes you get up and what makes you motivated is when you are focused on keeping the faith in your relationships, you are leaving no stone unturned and you are doing everything possible to keep connected to the people that you love most. Now, I want to say this with a caveat. I'm not saying or suggesting that you rescue. I think if if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you've attempted to rescue somebody at some point, past relationships, your children, your spouse, your parents, you know, whatever that is, yourself, um, rescuing yourself. Yes. Rescuing yourself. Yes. Rescuing other people. No, not the healthiest thing. And you've probably learned, you know, um, as, as a byproduct of doing that, that it's not always the best answer because everybody has their own version of the hero's journey. So when I say keeping the faith with other people and hoping that relationships turn out for the best and keeping your families together and keeping just 
everybody together, um, you know, united amongst all the differences. It really comes down to communication. It comes down to checking in. It comes down to being open to someone else's point of view. It comes down to respecting someone's space if they don't want to talk for a little while or if they want to create some distance without taking things personally, without making assumptions as to why. It comes down to communicating your feelings, listening to the other person, respecting someone else's uh, decisions and choices, even if you don't agree with them. But if you come from that place, stay with me here, if you come from that place of united, you can be united and connected to somebody even in the backing up, you know, of, of space, even in the disagreements, even in the, um, you know, different point of views at the moment. You are respecting the other person enough to value what they say, to value what they do, to listen, and to basically keep the relationship intact by honoring yourself and honoring the other person. So what that might look like in a family, let's say your family's fragmented and everybody's got different views about different things, then maybe you create, you make sure to create like a Sunday dinner. If you can't do like a dinner every single night, then maybe you have one meal a week where everybody sits down and unites around food. And that is keeping the faith because you're saying everybody's showing up in agreement that we're all going to respect this space that we're in together, regardless of what's going on with, you know, each person in the house and what they might be dealing with, not dealing with, what they might agree with, disagree with. You're sitting down and you're saying, this is what is going to unite us. That's keeping the faith. It's about respecting yourself enough, respecting other people enough to say, I'm going to make this meal. I'm going to show up to this meal I'm going to spend time. We're going to take a walk. We're going to have a meal. We're going to uh, share space together. We're going to make sure we talk on the phone together. We're going to make sure that we include each other in each other's lives, that we're going to check in every once in a while. Regardless of situations that are happening in each person's life, you're taking time. So families, if you're in the same house, having dinner, families where you know, kids are grown and out of the house or, you know, obviously your parents, if they're, you know, different houses, um, you're, you're taking the time to check in. You're taking the time to ask people how they are. You're taking the emotional temperature of people and of yourself in the relationship to say, how are we doing here? What's going on with you? Where are you at? Oh, I see your perspective. I don't agree with it, but here's mine. If they ask, you know, you're, you're taking time to believe, and that's really the second part of this, is to believe in your relationships enough, your family, your friendships, your parental relationships, your colleague relationships, your partnerships, that you can raise it to a higher vibration when you create space to unite yourselves, whatever that looks like, a walk, getting a cup of tea, lunch, phone calls, Sunday dinners, whatever that is. You are keeping the faith and believing that things can be okay by expecting it to be that way, by throwing some law of attraction in here for it to be that way, showing up to the page, getting after it, going after what you want by setting the stage that it's going to be all right. And when you come from that place of expecting things to go okay and uniting whoever it is you're trying to unite with, 
from a vibrational expectancy that things are going to be connected, that you're going to connect with that person on a higher level, then usually things go in that direction. But you have to set your intention in order to do that. So you're believing and you are expecting and you are setting your intention first and foremost that things are going to be okay. And that's how you show up. You know, you show up that you may not just, you know, you may not agree on something. You may not like what your children are doing at the moment, what your spouse is doing at the moment, what your friends are doing at the moment, but you believe in that ability to stay connected. So you come from that higher place in yourself and set the stage that a conversation or a dinner or a walk in the woods or whatever, you know, connection you're making is going to go well. So believe, expect, set your law of attraction down, set your intention down that things are going to be okay. And most of all, since step one, make an effort. So these are just some tools to keep the faith. I'm I'm noticing just, um, well, how can you not, right, with the world we're in at the moment, but particularly in my own practice, um, that this is a place where people are struggling, keeping the faith, you know, that things are going to be okay. And, uh, people wanting more for their children, wanting more for their marriages, wanting more for their relationships, their friendships, their partnerships, their work relationships. And keeping the faith is really an internal job. No one else can keep the faith for us. We really don't need people to change. We need the ones to be raising the bar for our own life and expecting others to meet us where we are at when we set the stage for that, when we expect good things to happen, when we expect to have productive conversations, when we expect to have good spiritual partnerships and connections and believing that that can be the case. It doesn't always have to be a philosophical, huge discussion to be a spiritual deep connection. You can connect with someone on a heartfelt level with a joke. You can connect with someone on a heartfelt level with just a touch of the hand, with a hug, with an understanding, with a validation. That includes your children. Just taking time to take their emotional pulse. People are struggling. If you haven't noticed, people are struggling. We're struggling. Taking the time to reach out, asking people out how they are, taking their emotional temp, checking in on your own emotional temp. What do you need? Do you need some laughter? Do you need some fun? Do you need some lightness? Is everything too heavy? What do you need to do to make that happen? And then asking people to meet you there. That's part of keeping the faith. It is creating the world that we want to live in by creating the homes we want to live in, creating the relationships, the friendships, raising the bar for those people, even if you can't see the results yet. Reminding yourself of what brought you together in the first place. The sponsor of this week's podcast is Whole Body Solutions, a female-owned holistic wellness center established more than 30 years ago by Dr. Ann Doggett in Quincy, Massachusetts. Their goal is to provide natural answers to health and wellness concerns for the community. They are excited to announce that their safe, effective, and quality-controlled products are now available online. Take 10% off your first order by signing up for their patient rewards program at shop.wholebodysolutions.org. So keeping the faith, that's what we're talking about today and how you can do that in your own life with yourself so that you create a different vibe and put that out there in the world. That's more of what we need. So questions that came up in session over this past week or so 
The first one was creating boundaries with a loved one. Uh, when you're seeing somebody struggle and it, you know, threatens you to fall down the rabbit hole with them kind of a thing. It's a, it's a tough one. It really is. It's a tough one. Um, but boundaries do need to be, um, you know, given a lot of the time just to kind of step back and gain perspective and think about what, you know, is going to keep you healthy and then being able to perhaps go back and revisit the relationship from a different perspective. So what I would say to um, creating boundaries with a loved one when you're really frustrated, you know, in particular, this person being really frustrated with this other person not making any changes in their life and um, being frustrated with watching somebody go through what they're going through. One of my favorite techniques and tools is number 42 in trust your intuition. It's to pray. It's to pray for that other person and just ask God, the universe, to watch over that person, to help that person, to make some major changes in that person's life if that's what's supposed to happen, and to basically take it from us. Because when you have to set some big boundaries in your life from family members or friends or whoever, it's it's something that can feel so overwhelming. And I find it so helpful when we allow something way bigger than us to just take over, you know, like just transform this into light and bring it back around when it's supposed to happen kind of thing. And if it doesn't, you know, just to feel okay with that, but to turn it over to something bigger than yourself really helps a lot when you have to create boundaries with people in your life that, that are struggling. So, um, something else that had come up is people asking, are things ever going to change? You know, people looking to find someone in their life, people looking for that dream job, people looking for, you know, projects to come to fruition. When you feel like things aren't ever going to change, that is the most important time to believe. It's the most important time to keep believing, to keep showing up to the page, to keep getting after it, because it's right there. If you've ever heard, you know, just those awesome, awesome success stories of with which there's thousands and thousands of them. Chrissy Metz from This Is Us is one that comes to mind. She had a nickel in her bank account, like just down to dire straits when she got the call for to be on This Is Us. Like I live for those stories. It's right there. It's right there. And if we give up too soon or we stop believing and we don't keep the faith, this is when things can you know, we can lose those opportunities and it could be right around the corner. It could be six months from now. It could be a year from now. It could be tomorrow. You have no idea when that door is going to open, when that right person is going to come to you, when that perfect supporter of your project is going to show up, when the right idea is going to come to mind for you creatively and you just break it open. You have no idea what's going to happen. And that's one of the more exciting things in life, I find, is the not knowing. It's the uncertainty. It's knowing that something bigger has us. And when we keep doing our part, when we keep showing up to the page, when we keep getting after it, when we keep grinding, when we keep knowing our why and doing the things we know are going to better us and help us to be of service, whether it's for our children or our spouses or our workers or our, our colleagues, or whoever it is, when we keep showing up and we keep believing, this is how we put out a vibe that is contagious. This is how we put out a vibe that people flock to 
and want more of and start adding in their own lives. When you think of that yourself and think how you can do better and how you can raise the vibration for yourself and how you can contribute in that way and keep believing that it's possible, that is how things do change. And they will change. They will change. Remember Paulo Coelho's quote from The Alchemist about when you want something, all the universe conspires to help you achieve it. So keep believing, keep the faith, keep showing up, even when you don't see things happening great yet in your, in your own lives or in the world, keep showing up, keep the faith. That's more of what the world needs of. Thanks for listening. If you like today's podcast, please hit subscribe and share with your people. And please check out my books and products at www.jillsylvester.com, where you can sign up for my weekly blog to receive tips and strategies to deepen your intuition and live your very best life. Thanks for listening.